Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom, which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program and more. With your host, physician and surgeon, microbiologist, preventive medicine and hygiene physician, and Surgeon General, Dr. Jewel Poole. Welcome, and how's everyone out there doing? It's been an incredible time, hasn't it? And again, we're back talking about that wonderful, incredible, miraculous, stimulating the key that connects you to your body, your fabulous brain, and its peripheral nervous system. Yes, this is. The DJBP, the Dr. Jewel's Balancing Program Show, and as usual, I'm your host, Dr. Jewel. So what are we going to be speaking about? Yeah, to you, I want to share with you, and eventually I'll hear your feedback, but I want to let you really contemplate how your thoughts determine the quality of your blood, and the quality of your blood determines the capabilities of your immune system and all the rest of your tissues. Now, that's a really, really big subject. And so we're going to talk to you about that over two shows. So this part of the show is going to talk to you about your thinking and how that affects your blood quality. Now, most people can say, okay, yeah, I got that. You know, I, that makes sense. When we talk about your immune system, when we talk about your liver, when we talk about your kidneys or what's happening with your uterus or your prostate, all of a sudden there's a big disconnect. And what I've been thinking, I mean, really, does that have anything to do with my kidneys or my uh, prostate or my liver? Well, the answer is yes. And so I'm going to take you on a little expose here about the real deal with your blood relative to the thoughts that you create. And we're going to talk about these thoughts from an energetic perspective and what happens as to why they now affect the blood. And then 
Next show, we'll be talking about how blood really is the mother for all tissue. And if the blood carrying distorted information, the tissues that they reinforce, yes, now will also exhibit that distortion. So this is a new level of comprehension, of understanding how everything really comes from one source, and that's really difficult for many people to comprehend now, especially with um, the very intense, animated, colorful, vivid illusions that we are now entertaining ourselves with on the TV, the radio, through the media, that everything is distinctly different and has its own unique and separate origins. That is not true. So drink your water, please have water, your pen, pencils, and we're going to talk about your thinking. We have a, a, a little statement here that we ask our students very often. Quote, do you think about what you're thinking? Do you think about what you are thinking? And so with that question, after this message, I'll be right back and let's look at the mind, your thoughts, and then how do the thoughts, which are not physical, become physical? Yep, we'll be right back after this message. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Okay. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, why is she, she uh, talking about, why do we think what we're thinking? Uh, and what is going on with all these different things uh, regarding the uh, Corona-19 virus. Well, believe it or not, I am addressing that. And with all the things that we are watching and observing, it all literally centers around what we are thinking, what we are thinking. So we've come to a point now in relationship to trying to comprehend this virus that we don't know much about it. So I was just looking at some articles earlier today, and they were saying that, you know, you're profoundly undereducated and understanding all the effects and all the different potentials of this virus. Now, this was in medical articles. It's just not anything on the news, but this is what the doctors are communicating now to other doctors, that we don't know much about this virus at all because right in front of our very eyes, it has gone from affecting just the lungs. It's gone from just affecting the lungs, now the heart. Now we're finding out that it can cause neuritis, and most of all, uh, 
infections of the central nervous system. Yep. This is a real problem. And so it looks like its capacity to become invasive and affect other organs, which was really not understood before, becomes a real issue now. How do we control this period from each other contaminating ourselves and others, as well as how do we control its spread throughout the body? So we're in a problem right now. And one of the greatest things that we know really seems to individuals relative to this virus is to not contract it. Don't allow yourself to get infected if possible. Now, of course, you've been told not to be around other people. We have our social distance that we keep now six feet away from each other. And the list goes on and on, washing your hands as to the things that you can do. However, we have a big problem still. And that big problem is that the body is the end result of a higher, more complex, multidimensional reality. Your body is the end result of many different aspects of yourself, which are not physical, that are interrelating, communicating, and the end result of that interrelationship, your emotional body, not physical, your mental body, it's not physical, your soul, your spiritual self, it's not physical. Therefore, we know for a fact that our mind does affect our body that our emotions do affect our body. We can see the body have to actualize and execute the energies of the emotion. A lot of people are in prison because they were not able to direct the actions of their body differently based on the energies, the emotions that they were feeling. So why don't you hear any conversation about what the cold that the virus is doing to your emotional body or your mental body. So to bring that in alignment, we are now recognizing that the feedback we're getting, because we now have been asked to stay home and to stay with our family, the children are home from school, the husband or the wife is no longer working because they were asked to stay home until you got better control over the virus. And lo and behold, the mental and emotional bodies are coming to the forefront. And when I say that, it's not in such a healthy and supportive manner because We're having many more episodes of violence in the home, adult abuse, child abuse. These things are now coming forth in the news. Thank goodness a lot of the commercials that we see are where people are now reaching out to the neighbors next door, behind them, across the street, doing 
kind and compassionate things for each other. However, the mental and emotional body that is not at peace is displaying itself. Now, what is the effect of the mental and emotional body on the virus? And that is what is finally seeping out. But even the descriptions of how, okay, you know you're not used to being at home this long and many of you are upset because you can't go out on the weekends like you used to and socialize, et cetera. So you're experiencing anxiety. But now how does all of this mount up to having an end result on the COVID-19 virus? And it does. So let's get let's, let's look at that now because now we have to start dealing with the anatomy and the physiology of the mind and the effect the mind has on the brain. What's coming out of the brain now that's going to determine what's going on with your tissues? And this is the key because if we recognize that there are states of consciousness, there are thought patterns that allow the body over time to lose its immune capacity, to lose it. We talk about repression, that the immune system appears to be depressed. And we've talked about this in relationship to the amount of, quote, tension or stress, your anxiety level, definitely affects the tissues. So how does your anxiety level, your emotional body, now affect your tissues? And this is the key. It affects your tissues because of what the brain does in the body. Your brain is responsible for translating into chemistry everything that you think. Everything that you think is translated by your brain into chemistry. And that chemistry is released into the arteries and the veins. And that's how every cell in your body knows what you're thinking. Because the brain translates the energy of your thoughts and takes its basic chemical construction and makes specific proteins out of your thoughts. Those proteins, specifically known as neural proteins, are released into the bloodstream and they are actually energized in the brain. Everything is stimulated with electricity. That's why we call it neurocircuitry. Neuroelectricity happens. And therefore, these molecules of protein called neuropeptides, that is the substance that your brain makes when it translates your thoughts. Now it's charged and energized while it's being carried by the blood to all the tissues in your body. This is how your thinking directly affects your tissues via the bloodstream. Credible celestial thoughts 
then that is going to cause the blood cell, the carrier of the translation of your thoughts throughout the bloodstream to have a specific and a different configuration, a different potency. And this is important for you to understand because the bottom line here is your immune system is predicated and based on what you think about you. This time for our sponsors, they're waving their hand, so we will be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay. If you have just tuned in, you are here at the perfect moment because we're talking about something so important in relationship to the time that we are now passing through, known as the COVID-19 experience. Planet Earth has never had an experience like this before. And it appears to be definitely symptomatic for the human, how the humans are responding to the awareness of the presence of this virus. Now, we've talked about the fact that we know that it is quite infectious, and we know that it appeared to only like the lungs, sinus loss of smell, loss of taste, irritation, the eyelids, lungs. But now we're finding out that it affects far more than the lungs. Liver, heart, nervous system. Yeah are now being affected by the individuals who are contracting this virus. So I've been talking about how your thinking sets you up to make you susceptible to this virus or not. Because most of us still are unaware that what we think becomes chemistry in the blood. What you think becomes a chemical in your body. And the responsibility of the nervous system, your brain, that's one of the main things that it does. We've talked about the fact that you have one physical body, but you have multiple what we call energetic or subtle bodies. Your emotional body is not physical. It is an energy field that contains 
information. And the body responds to the content of your emotions through sensation and will become much more impactful when these emotions stimulate the body to do so to the extent that the body can become very violent and aggressive based on the information in the emotional body. And we find that this becomes a real problem for people to control their emotional body because judgments that they make around what they see going on in their life. This is very, very profound, but very, 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 very necessary for you to understand. Regardless of what you see, do you have to judge it? And the answer is no, you don't. You can observe it. We call that observation. The old term used to be witness. But usually witnessing something also brings with it an opinion where observation has a new opinion. And when we're able to observe an event, whether it's personal, regarding your body directly, your family, in your close peripheral environment, or at a distance, seeing activities play out in the neighborhood, at the place of your employment, on TV. That's not physical at all, but we see tremendous physical involvement in watching these movies and TV shows, even though it's not even in your dimension. The TV show is not in your dimension. It is not 3D. You cannot walk up to it and hug it and hold its hand or pick it up, etc. But look at how the body reacts to it. Who is doing that? The emotional body. Because you are using your mind to create thoughts. And most of all, these thoughts have opinions. They're judgments about what you're witnessing in this digital projection that you call a TV. How does something not physical, which is your emotional body, have this capacity to make you jump up out of your seat or actually make you cry or actually make you begin to holler and scream at a projection box on the wall? How is that happening when it's not physical? It's not even in your dimension. It's not even in your dimension. And that happens because that is the magic of your nervous system, your brain. It's the brain's responsibility to make physical your thoughts, to make physical your judgments around your observations. And when you judge an observation, given an opinion, oh, this is good, oh, this is positive, oh, that's negative, this is horrible, oh, that's so wonderful. The brain translates all of that and does what? Releases it into the bloodstream. So those little lifesavers called red blood cells 
And for those of you who are not aware of that, the red blood cell looks just like a lifesaver can be. And it looks like a real water lifesaver. It's round like a donut, except in the center there's not a hole, but the membranes of the cell collapse. And it's very, very thin in the center because the membranes now are touching and the back of the cell are touching. So, therefore, when you look at the red blood cell, it looks like a lifesaver candy. It's not hollow on the inside, but it's very, very, very thin. So, therefore, this does what? It increases the surface area of the red blood cell. So it can actually carry more information in the form of what we call neuroproteins and other things, oxygen, minerals, and vitamins that attach themselves to the red blood cells, and then off they go to all the areas of the body. And so when they arrive at any area in the body, the kidney, the spleen, the liver, and they need some vitamin D or vitamin A, et cetera, in the form that it's now transformed into, the cell will then take it off. It's like a, a rolling cafeteria tray. <laughs> Let's look at it like that, the red blood cell. So as it's moving on through the arteries and the veins, et cetera, the tissues are like, oh, okay, we can take some of this or some of that. Okay, let's have three of these. That's what your tissues are saying as to the red blood cells go through with this information attached to it. Now, you have to remember that your thoughts translated by the brain also now are a chemical. And those thoughts in their chemical form are also carried by that red blood cell. This is very important to get. It's the red blood cell that mediates the information from your mental body and your emotional body to every cell in the physical body. It's very important. Now, these chemicals, these physical chemical translations of your thoughts, of your emotional body, not only are they carrying information, but they're carrying energy, energy, a real charge. And you know that there are certain thoughts that you even say it. I just was so angry, I out of my chair. I was so annoyed. That's the charge that that emotion has that also now is released into the bloodstream and carried on the red blood cells. This is important to understand. So when the rolling trays, cafeteria trays, carrying all this information in the form of vitamins and minerals and the physical component of your thoughts, the cells have access to the energetics as well as to the protein. All thoughts 
are transformed into a protein and a energy-carrying protein known as a neurotransmitter by your brain. Every thought is a protein. Not some, not most, every thought is a protein. So these proteins are carrying a translated reflection of your thoughts, a translated form of your thoughts, because your thoughts are all energy, energy. And the brain gives that energy a physical component that now can be utilized by the physical body. So as these emotions now are physicalized through the brain, as that chemistry from the brain riding on the red blood cell allows every cell in your body to now be exposed to what you were thinking. Thought is not physical, but it will shortly become physical by this fabulous organ known as the brain and its peripheral nervous system. And when that happens, and it happens faster than a nanosecond, now all the tissues can absorb, pick from the cafeteria tray known as the red blood cell, what they will know and what they will be directed to take action on based on how your brain has translated your thoughts and the emotional conclusion of what you, through your body, has been able to observe. It's amazing. But take this very slow because I want you to know the details of everything that happens to a thought, and by the time it literally becomes physical for the tissue to absorb it and obtain that direction and directives, your behavior, what the body does, literally can be very disturbing to your surroundings, other people, and, of course, to your tissues, to your tissues. Now, I'm bringing this to your attention because to date, we have not observed anyone who's in total peace and calm to contract, to attract, contract the COVID-19 virus to them or any other organism. Why? Because these individuals are at peace with themselves, what they see going on around them. They are at peace with it. They don't perceive good or bad, right or wrong. They just recognize that have I done what I need to do 
make sure I can stay at peace. So this discussion with you today is to give you the science of how a thought becomes physical where your body can respond to it. That's through this incredible organ known as the human brain. And we need to then discuss what happens to the blood when it takes this information throughout the blood to all the tissues of your body. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Okay. Now, this is a biggie. Are we getting this? Okay. Number one. Okay. And I'm going to go through this part very quick because a thought literally is energy. And that energy, as we've been able to describe it right now, is literally called light. Light. And so we are always in light. All light literally carries information. And when it is in an active energy field, it appears to create a field of thoughts. And when these thoughts now pass through the brain, the brain now gives them a physical existence in your body, known as neural peptides, liquid thoughts. They become liquid. And the red blood cells now carry this to all the tissues in the body. Now, just think of that. You know, I was looking at something on TV just recently, and I couldn't not, let me say this, I observed this lady using very intense language to describe people, places, and circumstances. And, of course, the body was very active in doing so. And the more she swore, she used very defamating language. The body even became more agitated, irritated. The eyes dilated, the skin color changed, the shape of the mouth became very protrusive, the veins in the neck began to protrude, the body began to contract, the hand, fingers on the hands began to uh, fold inward toward the palm. And very easily, this lady could have went into aggressive activity on someone else's body. Now, think about this. What could she have been thinking that caused her brain to have to translate that? And the translation, the chemistry made by the brain was so irritating. The tissues, as the blood carrying this liquid thought into and throughout the body, caused the body to definitely have very aggressive, contractive reaction to her own thoughts. Now, I'm bringing this to your attention 
because it's very important for all of us at this time to look at what thoughts have we been thinking? What have we been thinking? Are we looking at what we think that causes your brain to create the translation of your thoughts carried by your red blood cells to your tissues and it causes your tissues to lose their response and lose their function as a healthy organism, a healthy group of cells for the best interest of the body. Now, let me pull this together for you because I want you to see this. Your immune system, that's right, the tissues that are responsible for making sure that there's no bacteria, no viruses, no fungi, no other substances bring harm to the tissues, your immune system, your natural innate army, your military system is supposed to be able to handle all of that. And why isn't it functioning right now to do that for the many people who have been infected with this virus? This is a question. What has happened to their immune system? And as we look at many of the individuals who contracted this, they've had very, very intense activities going in their life that they had to observe, make a decision if they chose to, to participate or not participate. And the chemistry, the translation of their thinking made by their blood, excuse me, made by their brain, the neurons, carried on the blood cells throughout the body, cause the tissues of the body to change their function. And in this case, we're looking at so many people, their immune system has changed its function. Their immune system can no longer create helpful, we call support tissues that would nullify the effects of the COVID virus. The tissues are not able to do this. We can call them antigens, the antibiotics, all of those things, whatever cell, the T cells, the B cells, they're not functioning. And they're not functioning not just because some people believe that they're low in vitamin C or they're low in vitamin A or D. They're not functioning because the chronicity of the neurochemistry that is the translation of their thinking carried by the red blood cell has been chronic enough that it has impaired the function of the immune system. The immune system is not working properly because the information it is being exposed to by your own blood based on your values, your belief systems, how you've been perceiving your reality has been toxic to your immune system. It has impaired the function of your immune system rather than 
be concerned about if I can get a COVID-D viral test or not, because we recognize that may be available, it may not, are you just going to just wait until they get the test, waiting on something, someone, some institution outside of you, or are you going to basically do the easy, the easy capacity to change the quality of your blood and the functionality of your immune system by doing what? By looking at why you are thinking what you think. Why are you thinking what you think? Now, look at all of the listings of what people have had to deal with during this social distancing, social separation. How am I going to pay my rent? What's going to happen with my mortgage? What about food? What about the children? You had all these questions, concerns, not from an embracive perspective. Most people are like, wow, I can have my children home with me every day. This is so great. I can actually be with them and hear what they have to say, their stories, and watch them grow up. We can have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. And this goes on and on about this wonderful opportunity. The same thing. My husband's going to be here with me. You know, I know he's going to have to be uh, doing some office work, okay, at home, on the computers or whatever, but that's going to be great. So between meetings or whatever, you know, you can plan a lot of different things together with the children, and it's a wonderful opportunity. No, people are being sent out from their houses going to the hospital because of combativeness from spouses to each other, bringing harm and bruising and lacerations to each other because they have not been able to think in a manner that allows the blood to carry the translation of their thoughts that does not evoke deterioration, limitation, and impairment to the tissues. And so anytime a person becomes so annoyed where they feel that the stimulus for that annoyance has to be immediately removed or evacuated, any circumstance is a very, very toxic blood quality that comes from some very, very distorted thinking about another person relative to themselves. We should be able to see each person like we see ourselves. Yeah, we should be able to. Why? Because the geometry makes it so. Yes, that may sound strange to you, but because the geometry makes it so human geometry, then it's humanoid. And to literally want to bring any type of harm or damage to their physical body, a person who understands this dimension knows that they are only bringing harm to themselves by taking any kind of action 
against another person's body. We teach this at the university all the time in our universal principle classes. This is a mirroring universe. And when the mirror image of yourself becomes annoying to the extent that you literally want to bring harm to the physical body of that individual, that is severe pathology. And the harm that you bring to another is the harm that you very much so will experience then means that it's time now to really look at where the real cause of our susceptibility to anything in our environment that would, from entering into our body, destroy it from the inside out. We set up the paradigm for that to occur by our thinking. Now, I know a lot of you are probably up in arms. How could that be because you're telling me that I'm doing this to myself? Well, yes, you are. I have to say that, yes, you are. Just based on the pathological, biological, the physiological pathways that I've outlined to you. Yes, your thinking determines whether you have an invincible immune system or whether anything in your environment can now cause dysfunction, limitation, or destruction of your tissues by how you think. By how you think. So you'll be right back after this message, and I'm going to give you a little more examples of how Our thinking has got us into a lot of discomfort. And here we are now. COVID D19, we know that this virus has been around for a very long time. On old Lysol cans, they have in print that this substance known as Lysol will remove, dismantle, the corona D virus from your environment if you spray it on it. So how can this be known that this virus has been in our midst for decades and decades and now all of a sudden it is killing tens of thousands of people? Well, now you begin to understand the war that has been referred to by this interaction with this virus, our political officials. We're at war, we're at war, we're at war. Well, yes, that did happen. This virus, for many of you, has entered into your body. But now, was it the virus that you're at war with? Are you at war with yourself? And recognizing that what you have thought about and then what you have observed is now physically becoming apparent in your body adversely because you previously had weakened your tissues. And so therefore, by your previous thinking, your standard thinking, over time, has allowed this virus to have access to your body and 
your body is not interacting with this virus in a helpful manner. Therefore, your tissues now are the food for this organism. So let's hear what our sponsors have to say, and we'll talk about this for a little while, because I want you to think about this. Your thoughts are things. The brain makes sure that they become physical. And then who gets the first effect from what you think? You do. And so this information, so straightforward, not being available to most people. Thousands and thousands have lost their lives. Thousands and thousands have lost their lives because they didn't realize the thoughts that they have been entertaining have been weakening the quality and the function of their tissues where now organisms that have been living in their environment for decades can now see them as food and begin to destroy their tissues as a means of nutrients for themselves. But it started with us because they were always around us. But we did not know that thoughts become physical, that thoughts become chemical, that thoughts are carried on the red blood cell to every tissue in our body, and those thoughts will enhance and strengthen every tissue in our body or destroy it. I'll be right back after this message. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neuronutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Now, when we go into part two of the show, and if you're just tuning in, hi. Thanks for tuning in. This is a very important show, so I really want you to listen to it very carefully over and over again. And this scripture that I've laid out for you today is still very simplified that describes the relationship of your thoughts, your mental body, your emotional body, how that affects the red blood cell, and how your tissues respond to the thoughts that the red blood cell brings to them in a chemical form. The chemistry of your thoughts will totally rebuild the tissues, uh, totally destroy and dismantle them. And so when the thoughts have become so to your tissues, where the red blood cells taking the chemical translation of your thoughts throughout your body to your tissues, your tissues begin to malfunction. What does that really say? It really says that the whole vibration, the whole frequency that your body vibrates now is altered because the quality of your thoughts altered the vibrational rate of your tissues. 
Now, we're going to talk about this next week in detail, but it's important for you to understand that every tissue in your body has to move in space. Now, if you look down at your hand and look at the back of your hand, to your eyeball, it doesn't appear that every cell that forms the skin on the back of my hand is in motion. They're like nice and smooth and flat laying on the back of my hand. And that's true, but if you could look at them closer, if you could actually get down at the level of the cell and then enter into the cell, you'll recognize that there's incredible movement going on. All the organelles inside the cell are moving, producing their product. The red blood cells are moving all around, the lymphocytes, the lymph. All of that is happening right there on the back of your hand. So your capacity to see depends on the development of the eyes based on what? Your thoughts. Yes? Very true. Your thoughts. So here we are now recognizing that our thoughts could have diminish the functioning of our tissue to such an extent that some organism that has been living around me that the scientists have even known about for over 20 years can now just float into my environment. I inhale it, take a deep breath. And now this organism, this little virus, can begin to grow and attach itself to my tissue and inject information in my tissues that actually cause the tissues to explode, destroy. Just based on my thinking. I had no idea I was that powerful. Yes, you are. You're that powerful. So that whether they are able to come up with a vaccine or whether they, your institution, your environment, is able to identify a drug, kill the virus, you've just been explained an incredible method that will allow your body to not even engage the virus based on the type of thoughts that you are thinking. This is so important to understand. Because there are certain qualities of thought that make you invisible to viruses, bacteria, and fungi. Yeah. Your tissues are vibrating too fast, and these lower vibrating organisms cannot recognize you. They can't even see you. You're vibrating so fast relative to them. You now are thinking in a way that definitely alters and lowers the function of your tissues, then you begin to vibrate at the same rate of the virus, of the bacteria, of the fungus. And that means now that they can actually start growing in you, growing in your environment, because the tissues of your body have slowed down to such an extent that the virus can actually see you. You're now of its dimension. You're not of your dimension anymore. 
you're of the virus's dimension. Isn't that something? You slow yourself down to such an extent by your thinking that your tissues now are vibrating at the same rate of the virus, and it sees your tissues as sustenance, as food, as a source where it can actually release its information so that your tissues now can join it and it can build a family. It's known as spread. Yeah. Based on your thinking. So see you next week. You've got to come back while we're on break to understand how you can treat yourself and rebuild your immune system by your thinking. Come to class on Sunday, Universal Principal Support Group, 6.30 p.m. And don't forget, listen to Deborah's Kitchen coming up tomorrow to teach you how to prepare your food to help nullify the quality of your thinking until you can get your thoughts under control. Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by the JewelNetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living, Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety, nor any part of this broadcast, can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.